You are listening to the Curtis King Podcast. Music producers, welcome to another episode of the Curtis King Podcast. If you are listening for the first time via one of our distributors that we're on, whether it's Spotify or Apple Music, I want to say thank you first and foremost. But second of all, make sure that you subscribe. We do a podcast every single week, usually on Mondays, even though today's Tuesday, uh, for the producers who are focused on more than just tips and tricks and schemes and whatnot. They are more so focused on their mental health. So if that interests you, definitely subscribe to us and share with us or share with somebody else. Don't share it with us. We already know about it. <laughs> share with somebody else. Give us a five star rating and all that good stuff. We're also over here on YouTube. If you want to come check us out, my YouTube channel is Curtis King TV. For those of you that are watching me right now, I want to say thank you. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, definitely hit that like button. We got to start with that. Start with that right now. Hit that like button. Don't even waste no more time. I'll wait. Okay, cool. Should, you should have been able to do it by now. So I want to start off this particular podcast episode with two, two quotes that uh, resonate with me a bit deeper than uh, usual. The first one is from Joseph Prince. It says, don't use all your health to chase after wealth, only to spend all of your wealth later to get back your health. We're going to explain that in a second. The second one's from, I believe it's Saeed Balki. I think that's it. Please, you know, if I butchered your name, I'm so sorry. Happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success. Health is the new wealth. Kindness is the new cool. Both of those quotes really resonate with me. The second one I just kind of came on to within the last few weeks. But the Joseph Prince one has been sitting squarely in the back of my mind for years now. When I first saw it, it was a wake up call. It was a wake up call that initially I listened to until I had another campaign to do. Until I had another beat to make or another website to create, another business to create. And so began the cycle that even to this day I struggle with. One of the things I love about having this platform, my YouTube channel, my, my podcast, is the opportunity to be vulnerable. So that those of you who aspire to make this a full time living like myself. For those of you that aspire to even have the level of happiness and fulfillment that I have. will understand that some of the habits that you create and build on your way up. Have pros and cons. Pretty obvious statement, at least I would think it is. And a lot of those habits. The cons start to magnify the more successful you become. So let's break down this quote. Let's break down, first of all, the first quote. Don't use all of your health to chase after wealth. We live in a culture now, especially in the music business, especially for music producers, that champions the grind. It champions the hustle. It champions those of us with the audacity to go after a dream, and rightfully so. Not only does it champion, but it also, I guess, shames those of you that are not willing to work your bodies to their limit 
in order to achieve what you want to achieve. I've been exposed to that since I began my journey as a producer and as a recording artist. One of the first people that I really resonated with with that particular message was Tupac. Tupac was, you know, a young, vibrant, intelligent and uh, a very aggressive voice for a young man like myself when I was exposed to it, because to me, it said, you know, when he was here, was one particular documentary that he had. I want to say it was Thug Angel, where he was talking in this interview. You could tell he was either high or he was just awful. He was just on one. He was going off. He was saying all kind of like stuff that will probably get you canceled today. But he was going off. He had like the black, uh, uh, you know, leather joint on and he had like a bandana. He was just in rare Pac form, the other side of Pac. And one of the things he kept talking about was the necessity to keep doubling and keep doubling, doubling down, doubling down. Work ethic was like the foundation of what Tupac stood for. Right. He would get on other people's heads for not working as hard. And that left a great impression on my mind at a very young age. And not once did it dawn on me. These were the thoughts of a 23, 24 year old. I don't know why that didn't resonate, maybe because at the time he was still, even though he had passed away older than what I was, he was still a young mind that was developing. And I didn't it didn't really I didn't understand it. But all I did know was that I resonated with that hard work message with that. You you know, the, the, the cousin of sleep is death and, 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 you know, dreams only come to people who sleep and, uh, you know, just like all that. I know it's not the right quote, but all of these thoughts and all of these cliches that have now been embedded into the mindset of the hip hop entrepreneur, the producer, stuck with me. And it's something that I think resonated with me even deeper because I was broke at the time financially. And so what that started off was a tradition or a, a mindset that said that as long as I am broke, I cannot afford to not work, which is a lot of truth in, obviously. Right. Because you want to make sure that you can put yourself in a position where you never have to return back to that place. However, here's the issue I have at 35. The decisions I made in my 20s didn't affect me as bad physically or even aesthetically appearance wise as much as it does when I'm 35, as much as it did it, it, nowhere near. It, it didn't affect me nowhere near when I was 23, 24. So I had the luxury, right? Especially 19, 20, I had the luxury. A lot of you have the luxury. And now at 35, the all nighters, the cliches, the, you know what I mean? Staying up and working my body and not feeding it and not nourishing it is starting to catch up. All those hours sitting down, <laughs> here go Curtis with his boomer problems. All these problems sitting down, watching a, a, a screen, even as big as the screen I got back there does not matter. All this time that I spent in front of the screen Knees, you know, I had to get a better chair. Like I was at my last black, black and yellow chair, black and yellow, black and yellow, because it looked good in the room. Those are so young decisions. This chair, most comfortable I ever had. But I need that because now it gets to the point where because of the way that I work. It is starting to take a different toll on my body. 
And I knew this, but what I didn't realize, even as I was working myself to the bone over the weekend, finishing this new drum pack conundrum, what I didn't realize was that the same person that established this mindset is the same young energy that was broke, that didn't know any better, and didn't really have an idea of what this side would look like. And so what I started to realize is that I am living with the consequences of the decisions and the traditions that I put, the habits, the habitual mindset that I put into place at a very young age, I am living with that today because I have not stopped and restructured that. Now, I've changed in a lot of ways, but if we're speaking 1000% transparent, I looked at myself over the weekend. I spent about 40 plus hours and it was more than a weekend. I just say the weekend, but it was about 40 plus hours that I dedicated to finishing this sound pack. Now, for some people, that's a badge of honor. For some people, they look at that and they say, well, that means that you care. That means that you are dedicated to your craft and that you love what you're doing. No doubt. I'm dedicated. All that stuff. I love what I'm doing. But smashing in 40 plus hours, what could have been done slowly over the duration of months. is just not a smart and sustainable plan. And so I was working around the clock marathon hours. I mean, fam, there was some days where I was up at 9 a.m. working and I mean, putting my phone on airplane mode, not kind of working here, kind of working, working, taking probably two or three breaks for, for, for bathroom and for uh, for eating food. Right. My wife had to remind me of some of that. And I would come back and just go. I was enjoying the process, but I was trying to fit so much work in a very small window. And an epiphany that I had came when I looked in the mirror after I finished it. I finally finished it. And you know how it feels when you finally finish. Maybe it's a beat tape. Maybe it's a project you're working on with the artist. You know what it feels like to finally finish it. And you sit back and you're like, oh, man, I did it. I did it. I feel like shit, but I did it. Right. <laughs> right. You have you have that that thought that comes to mind. I went inside this bathroom that's next to this studio and I went in the mirror and I looked in the mirror. And I had a thought, I said, you look like shit. And I didn't fight it. I was too tired. After all the work I put into this drum pack conundrum, we'll talk about that. I was tired. I was I was done. I'm still working my body like the same Curtis King that was 19, 20, 21 and broke. Hungry nonetheless, but broke in his mentality and focused on the scarcity of time instead of the abundance of the opportunity that I have in every moment. That has to change. The second quote, happiness is the new rich. I truly believe that. This entire journey would not have been as enjoyable, would not have been as gratifying today if I'm not happy. 
doesn't matter how much money I would have made. Doesn't matter who I would have worked with, who would have co-signed. Does not matter. If I don't have happiness, which to me is one of the top. How can I put this? It's one of the top. How can I put this? I'm trying to find a way to really put this. The word is, is, is not coming to me, probably because I'm still tired. But I put happiness up there as one of the top priorities for me next to time. Time is definitely something that we cannot trade, we cannot buy for. It is something that I saw, I heard a quote that said, uh, that's the one thing a millionaire would give you all their money for in your youth is your youth, <laughs> is your time. They cannot buy time. Happiness has got to be up there because there are a lot of unhappy millionaires and multi-billionaires that will never hear that perspective because it's their, they feel it's their responsibility to always show you that they're doing well. Inner peace is the new success. I believe that. I believe it was Nelson Mandela that said that if you can control the chaos within, um, you can't be harmed by the chaos outside of you. Nothing outside of you can harm you if you can hone the, 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 the inner chaos and find peace. Health is the new wealth. I'd like to think I believe that. I'd like to think that I'm living that, but I'm not currently living that. Kindness is the new cool. That is something I'm definitely very proactive with. But before we go to commercial break, I just want to kind of break down this and just kind of just let these thoughts flow out because even my wife, where I was sitting down, you know, downstairs in the middle of me taking one of my breaks on one of the days, it might have been Saturday. And I'm just sitting there and I'm on the couch and she's like, you look like shit. And I was like, I just told myself the same thing when I looked in the mirror. She's like, you know, usually I don't I don't I don't got to say that, but you look terrible. And I said, you're absolutely right. I can't even like be offended. I can't even be like, I, I, I agree. I agree. And my message to you is this. I want you to grind. I want you to get all that work you need to get out. I need you to do whatever it is that you feel that you are moved and motivated to do because why? I can't do nothing about it. I can't stop you from doing it. But what I can do is at least plant the seed because you're going to be reminded about this every time something physically happens that makes you slow down. My message to you is this. Do not. Do not put your health off to the side as if. Your body is not keeping count. The one thing that is always occurring, time is always passing by and your body is always keeping count. You may find something that helps you kind of reverse some of the damage that you've done, but the damage is done. Okay. Take care of your health like it is one of your biggest currencies. As if it's already a gajillion billion dollars already in the bank. Right? Because chances are, if you don't have some debilitating disease, or even if you do have that, and you are alive and aware and present enough to hear these words, you're still in a better position than somebody who is not even here right now because they've passed away and they're six feet deep. You have an opportunity to. But that being said, if you are able bodied, if you woke up this morning and you don't feel perfect, but you feel good, you know, you have enough energy to go 
take a walk, to do something physical, to plan your day out, to make a beat, to work on music, you have more than you need. I talk about this disease of more that I feel a lot of producers have. And it's none the more evidence. It's not more evidence to me than when they talk about the sacrifices they're willing to make to their body to pursue these goals. The sacrifices they're willing to put towards their mental health because they believe that money is going to be the answer to all those problems. You don't need more. And take it from somebody who pursued it just as strong as you did, if not stronger. More will not solve your unhappiness. More things, more placements, more cosigns, more friends, more followers, more clout, more attention, more engagement, more likes, more traffic, more anything is not going to solve the turmoil within. Your inner peace has to be addressed in a much different way. How do I know that? Because there was at some point in time where the currency that we are all pursuing was not of the same value to a culture of people. So what did they consider peace? What did they consider their happiness? How do I know this? Because there exists somebody who has far less than you and I. No matter what position you're in, no matter what country or continent that you are in, there is somebody who has far less than you, who has far less than even the person that is living on the street, that is able to find the one thing you and I cannot buy. Happiness. Peace. It's not for us to justify, it's not for us to understand, but they, they have it. They own that. And once you own that peace, nobody can take that from you. It's one of the most indestructible forces you have because nobody can tap into it. It's like a safe that only you have the combination to. Now, can you have your moments of unhappiness? You can have your moments of unhappiness, of course. Can you have your moments of a lack of peace? Absolutely. But I think they're all a blessing. I think that Muji speaks about this and that. You must thank your mind when you feel like it is under attack. Because it is a calling to you to show up and to become someone else. Or not even, excuse me, not even to become someone else, but to realize the true power that is already within you. Right? So many of us have an identification or, 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 or a connection to an image, a connection of this is the person I'm going to be after I get these placements or I do these things. And we don't realize that life is not about the pursuit of being someone else. It is about the constant unwrapping of who you truly are. You were given a name. You were given a title. You've given yourself some titles along the way. But the greatness that you look to achieve is already achieved. There's nothing to achieve. It's already you. The freedom that you want already exists within you so much that you can't even. That that force within you, consciousness, whatever you want to call it, doesn't even acknowledge freedom because it just is. 
we're going too deep. Let's go ahead and take a break and talk to our friends over at DistroKid. And I'll join you back here in a second and talk to you a little bit about this new drum pack I got called Conundrum. Hey. Music producers, something I talk about pretty frequently is the necessity of having multiple streams of revenue as an independent music producer. Not only for when you're actually producing, but what about those days after you stop producing? You got to make sure that you have streams of revenue that are going to live on even further than your current career. That being said, one stream of revenue that I think gets often overlooked is music distribution, aka streaming, getting your music on Apple Music, getting your music on Spotify, etc., etc. Now, the number one spot that I go to to make sure that I distribute my music properly and ensure that I get my music to every store possible is DistroKid at DistroKid.com. I know you've heard me speak about it multiple times on my YouTube channel, but I got to tell you, there's a reason why it's the number one that I go to. For $19.99 per year, I can upload an unlimited amount of music throughout the year. As producers, you know we make an abnormal amount of music in comparison to songs that get created, so it's important that you use this as a consistent stream of income. If you'd like to sign up to DistroKid today and get your music to every major distributor, Go to distrokid.com forward slash VIP forward slash Curtis King to get 7% off. Okay, music producers, thank you to DistroKid for always looking after us. I can't wait to drop this new instrumental that I made on DistroKid really, really soon. You guys should be seeing that up on my YouTube channel ASAP. But uh, let's talk a little bit about this new sound pack that I put together called Conundrum. All right, Conundrum. Conundrum is not just a drum pack. Conundrum is the best sound pack that I have created to date. Obviously, those of you that have got sounds from me before beyond slap experts know about my Big Drums Knock series, which I stopped because obviously drums that knock, <laughs> it's really close to it and it is out of here. And I obviously am a big fan of the homie Decap who created that series and I use those drums. I but that being said, I, I thought it was time for another rebranding. Plus, after three volumes, it's time to move on, right? Like, I, like for me, at least, because movies are not typically good after the third, you know, part three. Like, Scream 2 was cool. Scream 1 was really dope. Scream 3 was like, all right, y'all, y'all dragging this, right? Fast and Furious. OK, I'm going to shut up because I know some of y'all diehards. But that's what I'm getting at is that I had to just let it go. And so. I was really trying to think of a title of something I would create into a series, and I could not think of something. My executive assistant and I were thinking of different names, and he gave me a list of them because I was like, bro, I'm just making sounds right now. I can't even like think in terms of what, the, what it would be. But something that I have been doing, and it's funny the way life works, something that I have been doing in preparation of making these sounds is at 2 a.m., excuse me, 1 a.m. every night from Monday to Friday. I started watching a show that I used to turn off as a kid because I thought, OK, it must be time to go to bed then. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like a uh, mash. Right. Anybody from my generation like mash was that show that when that when you see that, come on, you like, yeah, it's late, late. I got to go to sleep. You start seeing infomercials. That's when it's time to go to bed. That's what Alfred Hitchcock presents was for me as a kid. But there was something that always still drew me in because it was a black and white show, but it wasn't quite Twilight Zone, right? It wasn't quite the same speed. It was a little bit slower. And the stories uh, had a little bit more layers to it that 
at first glance you don't see. But the English director, Alfred Hitchcock, was a genius. And as I get, get older, as I, as I start to, at 1 a.m., that's what my story was at. At 1 a.m., I start to sit back and I started to watch this on this channel called KDOC, which I know, based upon the commercials, it's probably folks that's like double my age to be watching this, but that's all right. That's all right. I can enjoy the finer things. I can enjoy some old things, too. I enjoy it. So I was watching. I'm like, yo, there's so many dope stories in Alfred Hitchcock Presents. And um, I started to really, really resonate just with the bigger themes of what it means to be a human being and how much they relate to even these times. Something I loved even about Alfred Hitchcock was how how he depicted people of color back then. Because back then, a lot of times it was pushing black folks outside of the main roles of things and they were not making them doctors and things like that. And one thing I remember Alfred Hitchcock saying in an interview was that um, hatred is such a wasted, unproductive energy. And I felt like he lived that in a lot of ways through his art form. So I appreciate so many different things about it. But in the midst of that, I was like, man, I wish somehow I can incorporate the horror imagery. Because if you don't know Alfred Hitchcock, he created the original Psycho. That Psycho, the crazy dude and his mama at the Bates Motel, that was created by Alfred Hitchcock, first and foremost. Um, he's like the pioneer of so much of your horror movies that you see today came from him in a lot of ways. But that being said, I was trying to think of a way to incorporate that into a sound pack and I couldn't think of anything. Then the homie Spence, uh, hit me. It was like with a bunch of names and one of them stuck out conundrum, which let's, let's actually look up the, the, the official. I'm not about to sit up here. I'm like a damn fool. The official definition of conundrum is an intricate and difficult problem, a question or problem having only a conjectural answer. He, uh, an example is he is faced with the conundrum of trying to find a job without having experience. The biggest conundrum about conundrum was trying to figure out what kind of artwork to do. What are we doing? What, what is this? And then it came to me. The connection is made. Let's take an Alfred Hitchcock approach to it, because a lot of the sounds that I use are from my beat battles. A lot of the sounds are like really, really dark sounds. A lot of the drums smacking through. But then also they can be flipped from dark to moody and moody to sad. And it's just it's a really serious vibe that I, I just love right now because it it taps into that part of me that enjoys watching the Alfred Hitchcock hour um, on KDOC. And so that's what we did with this. We combined the energy of that with the name conundrum. And it's one of the things where it's like, it can mean so many different things to people. You may hear a sound and say, and that's really dark and kind of crazy. Another person may hear that and say, Ugh, that's demented. Another person may hear it and say, hey, that's, it's like really soulful. Another person may hear it and say, that is sad. But conundrum is you know it 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 is what it is to you you decide what it is but there's definitely a lot of contrast just like in the definition of conundrum there's a lot of contrast that exists within these sounds and i'm so excited to get this to you from the recording of this it'll be out this friday and um yeah you guys should look out for that conundrum i spent a lot of time like what's different about this than any other sound pack one it's a solo sound pack two 
I really took my time with focusing in on the things that I still feel like were a weakness for me. My hi-hats I feel like were a weakness because I'm sound designing these from scratch. So my hi-hats were a bit of a weakness. Some of my 808s too, like they're hit or miss. So I really just stopped, took my time and just started to really understand how to bring different textures to these sine waves. Because all we're talking about is sine waves and sound design. But I really enjoy putting this together and I hope that you enjoy it as well. So that being said, I hope you got something from today's podcast. Uh, if there's some kind of a quote that you enjoyed the most, if you've made it this far, leave it below in the comments. I really want to know what really resonates with you. It's a lot of changes that are coming for me on a physical level, on a mental level, on a business restructuring level. We'll talk about those things very soon, but I want to know what resonates with you and what do you define happiness as? Those are two great places to go ahead and end this at. So once again, this is the Curtis King podcast. For those of you that have heard this and listened to the first time, hopefully you are seeing why we have such a good time over here on the YouTube and why we have such a good time putting this kind of content together. This is for the focus of your mental health and also to focus on your craft. We want to make sure that you know we're here for you and to support you in more ways than just your music. The music is just merely one representation of who you are. Definitely subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, all that good stuff. In this life, you will not be full of life until you decide to live life to its fullest. Once again, it's Curtis King from the Curtis King Podcast. Have a good one.